0: This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. So,
1: why do seagulls live near the sea? Because if they lived near the bay, they'd be bagels. Welcome to Wings and Things, where you'll find real answers to real questions about everything you want to know about pet birds care, feeding, bird products, travel, and more. Everything to make your frequent flyer a happy camper from parrots to parakeets, cockatiels to cockatoos. You'll have a bird's eye view of everything there is to know about your fun, feathered friends. So, spread your wings and get ready to fly with your Wings and Things host, bird expert and author, Susan Chamberlain.
2: Welcome to Wings and Things here on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Susan Chamberlain, and we have travel tips coming up on this segment of Wings and Things. We're going to talk about making the most of your vacation dollar, eclectus parrots, and taking your bird along on vacation with you. What are you going to need? Well, first of all, we'll talk about some exotic vacations. Whether packing for a trek through the rainforest, or for a weekend at an out-of-state bird show, there are many creative ways to get the best value for your money. I asked some experienced travelers to share some of their smart money trips. Lorraine and her husband travel several times a year on international and domestic bird-related trips and they've attended the Houston Parrot Festival, a MARS, that's M-A-A-R-S, which stands for the Midwest Avian Adoption and Rescue Services. They've traveled to a MARS event in Minnesota and to the International Parrot Convention at Loro Park in the Canary Islands. Driving makes sense if your destination is less than a day's distance away, said Lorraine. You'll save on airfare and car rentals. For the domestic flights, check airfares online for the best rate. For international travel, though, use a travel agent for the best prices, easy connections, and potential package deals. When traveling to a bird show or convention, book your hotel and local events through the Bird Event website. Attendees often get good deals on hotel rooms and local attractions. Banquets associated with the event are fun and usually good value. Budget for bird toys and plan to spend money with the vendors. You'll find unique products and great prices. Has it always been your dream to see the birds we most often think of as pets flying free in the wild? Lorraine is also the chief financial officer of Project Bird Watch, and she recommends ecotourism as a way to observe the birds while helping to ensure their survival. She has visited Indonesia several times and says... By running these tours, we give the native people another means of income so that they don't have to poach the parrots. The money brought in by tourists is a huge incentive for them to protect wildlife. Project Birdwatch hosts several tours a year, and the average cost for a two-week excursion, excluding international airfare, is $4,000 per person. When planning a trip of this magnitude, plan a few years ahead. Figure out how much you need to put aside each week to reach that goal. For a $4,000 trip, you have to save $2,000 a year. Divide that by 12, and that tells you how much to save each month. You have to really focus on saving to achieve your goal, and it helps to put it down in writing. In an article in the January 2007 issue of Condé Nast Traveler, they advised putting your travel savings into a high-yield money market account or a short-term CD in order to accrue some interest on your cash and to pad your estimated expenses for extras. Lorraine Concord, don't forget to add in some extras for shopping and incidentals. Ask your doctor about inoculations. The website for the Center for Disease Control is www.cdc.gov travel. This um, Center for Disease Control will advise you about any shots you might need. Print out the information and give it to your doctor. Health insurance may not pay for these inoculations, so you'll have to budget them into the cost of the trip as well. An additional but well worth it expense is trip insurance, according to Lorraine. Purchase travel insurance that covers you for cancellations, trip interruption, and emergency medical evacuation. Ask your travel agent for a referral. It costs a few hundred dollars, but it's really worthwhile for the peace of mind it gives you. Souvenirs, food and drink are quite inexpensive in Indonesia but a visit to Lauro Park in Spain can be quite costly. You're on a small island where everything has to be imported so it's more expensive. You're dealing with a different currency, so depending on whether the dollar is up or down, it may not be a budget vacation. Travelers Pat and Neil found that their best option for Lauro Park was booking the airfare themselves and making other arrangements through the International Parrot Conference. The hotel was less than half the published rate when planning through the group, Pat said. When you're planning an exotic vacation, look for an event in the area where you want to go, because very often that will get you good rates in several different venues. Dining can be expensive. If you go into town, you can often find good deals on food. Shopping in the touristy areas is also more expensive. Local shops often offer better prices. Uh, Pat advised planning ahead to get the best value for any trip, but it's a must if you're making a major journey. Plan ahead to allow time to save and find decent fares. Save mileage points for major trips. Pat did just that for her visit to Australia. If you have to pay full fare, it can be very expensive. Begin planning several years in advance. When you know it's going to be expensive and you're going somewhere far away, save your mileage over the course of three to four years. If you don't belong to a mileage program now, do it today. Be aware that when you use mileage, you really have to book months in advance and you have to be flexible about your dates when traveling this way. Look into alternative airlines instead of the most popular airline for the destination. You may get a better price that way as well. Pat got a lot of value by hiring a private guide who set up lodging and air transfers and drove her around. It was less expensive than some of the official tours and it was tailored to exactly what they needed. They found their guide by searching online. They searched, Patcha searched bird touring in Australia, and then sent email queries until she felt she had a good match with a guide. They didn't do a package tour, and they booked their hotels through online travel sites. The hotels ranged from resorts to old hotels with character, and none were terribly expensive. In the city, she walked around, looked at menus in restaurants, until she found something that suited her. Sydney's a big city, and you can get anything. In the outback, there's usually a little market or fast food place for lunch and dinners. Or you can eat at the hotel pub. Um, Isabel Thomas, who's a travel agent in Florida and has worked in the industry for more than 25 years, says planning ahead and taking advantage of package deals are two of the smartest things savvy travelers can do. A travel agent can often save you money. Ask questions and inquire about charges that may not be obvious. Is the trip land-only or does it include airfare? What meals are included? Is transportation to your hotel included? Are there airport fees or taxes at your destination? If you're driving, does the hotel charge a parking fee? Do you need a passport? If so, budget another $100 to obtain one. Get your passport early for summer trips. Don't wait until May when everyone else is applying for one and processing time will be longer. You can now apply for a passport at many post offices. Some other money-saving travel tips are Charge! Obtain a low-interest or zero-interest credit card for the trip and pay it off before the low-interest period expires. When you're entering birds in a judged show, include the entry fees in your budget. You know, it costs a few dollars to enter each bird in in a show, so... That's a little another little expense. It all adds up. If you're traveling with your bird, research pet-friendly hotels. Some require damage deposits for animals. Budget for incidentals such as bottled water, water purification tablets, sunscreen, protective clothing, insect repellent, international phone cards, and snacks. Leave your valuable laptop computer at home. Some hotels offer free computer and internet access. Internet cafes proliferate in some towns, while many airports also offer internet access for a fee. Your photographs make priceless souvenirs. Bring a good camera with lots of film or memory. Film and flashcards may be unavailable or more expensive at your destination. Visit www mypublisher.com to have your photos made into a book at a very reasonable price there's also the kodak share gallery Go to www.kodakshare.com or just kodak.com and uh, you'll find a place to park your pictures and they too will make a nice little album up for you or whatever you like. You can also order your prints on Kodak Share and pick them up at your local CVS um, pharmacy. It's really a great service, very quick when you're using digital cameras. Link your trip to an event. For instance, visit a city you've always wanted to explore during a bird fair. For best rates, book your hotel through the hosting club's website or promotional material. Plan visits to local zoos or other avian attractions while you're there. Use a travel agent to find the best deals, especially if you'll be making connections at different airports. And the two most important words I can say to you when you're planning a trip. Is plan ahead and do take advantage of ecotourism. It's a great way to see birds in the wild and to support conservation. We'll be right back with some words about Eclectus parrots. I'm Susan Chamberlain and you're listening to Wings and Things. Sitting on a branch overlooking the parking lot, the pigeons watched
1: as a Mercedes pulled in below them. What do you think? One bird said to the other. Should we put a deposit on that car? Stay perched. Wings and Things will be soaring back right after these messages.
0: What if you could protect the life of your cat with something so simple and affordable that you already use every day? Get ready for the evolution of kitty litter. It's Kitty Litter. Along with all the features you've come to expect from your kitty litter... Pretty Litter's patented and scientific formula will also monitor your cat's health and detect illnesses early while providing industry-leading odor control. Two kitty litters, same cat, same price. But there's one important difference. Pretty Litter reacts to your cat's waste by detecting health issues simply by changing color. And the key is that Pretty Litter detects these issues before your cat shows symptoms of physical illness or pain, likely saving you major dollars in vet bills while protecting the health of your cat. What do you think, little guy? Ready to switch litter? Pretty Litter. Colorful insight into your cat's health. Go to PrettyLitterCats.com forward slash cat101 or use coupon code CAT101 to get 20% off your first subscription order. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
1: A Frenchman walks into a bar with a parrot on his shoulder. The bartender asks, where did you get that thing? The parrot replies, in France. There are millions of them." Don't have a canary. Wings and Things is back with more great words on birds with your host, Susan Chamberlain.
2: Welcome back to Wings and Things. I'm Susan Chamberlain. And now we're going to talk about Eclectus parrots. Oh, they are so elegant. The elegant Eclectus is so finely feathered that it looks almost painted. The male is a brilliant lush green with an orange upper mandible. The female is an incredible crimson red with a blue belly and a black beak. Of the ten described subspecies, only four are common in aviculture. The Grand Eclectus, the Solomon Island Eclectus, the Mary Eclectus, and the Red-Sided Eclectus. The Solomon Island Eclectus is generally regarded as the most docile and gentle. Novices often find it difficult to distinguish between the subspecies. Rely on a reputable breeder or an experienced pet shop professional when selecting an Eclectus as a pet. Eclectus parrots are usually quite placid, but playful. They'll often prefer to be with their owners rather than in their cages playing with toys. They enjoy being part of a family, but they require some quiet time of their own. Because their beaks aren't as hard as those of other parrots, they should be provided with toys made of milled pine and other soft woods. Eclectus parrots require large cages with swings and thick soft wood perches to assure firm footing. They're fair talkers, and they have clear, sweet voices. Your eclectus parrots menu should include plenty of fresh fruits and vegetables, papaya, cooked beans, pasta, natural colored pellets and crumbles, and sprouted seeds. Because this species seems to need a high level of vitamin A, be sure to include carrots and cooked sweet potatoes in the diet. Consult your avian veterinarian before adding vitamin supplements to any bird's diet. Also, One thing about eclectus, the males in particular can tend to be a little noisy. While their voices aren't really obnoxious like some loud cockatoos and Amazons can be, they can be very repetitious and go on and on. So if noise is an issue in your house, in your apartment complex, Uh, maybe an eclectus is not for you, at least not a male eclectus. Uh, For some reason, the females seem to be a little quieter. But again, we're talking about generalizations here. Every bird is an individual. I know we're always saying that, but it's just so, so true. You know, you, you can't generalize right across the board because it just doesn't work where birds are concerned. They have such strong personalities. But if a neglectus is for you, I mean, it's truly a beautiful, beautiful bird. Very nice companion. And boy, do they have big feet. Well, this is Susan on Pet Life Radio. We're on Wings and Things. And we will be right back. And we're going to talk about taking your bird on vacation with you when we come back. (laughs)
1: stay perched. Wings and things will be soaring back right after these messages. Put on a perfectly possum pet party. Having an awesome birthday or adoption day celebration for your four-legged great memories and Instagram-worthy photos. They're available in two colorful themes: tropical and fireman. It's a dog's life. Celebrate it with Molly and Bandit Pet Party at mollyandbanditpetparty.com/petlife.
0: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com
1: A Frenchman walks into a bar with a parrot on his shoulder. The bartender asks, where did you get that thing? The parrot replies, in France. There are millions of them. Don't have a canary. Wings and Things is back with more great words on birds with your host, Susan Chamberlain.
2: Okay. We're back on Wings and Things. I'm Susan Chamberlain, your host, and we're ready to go on a road trip. Are you planning to travel with your bird this year? Whether it's a vacation or relocation, the trip can be a positive experience for both of you. My first long distance move with a carload of parrots was a revelation. In spite of my insecurities, oh boy, did I have insecurities. I wondered if the birds would eat, if they'd be traumatized. Oh my goodness, I was a wreck. But my birds traveled extremely well. I even believed my Amazon parrots would be stressed to the point of silence during the trip. Well, that didn't last very long. At the first toll plaza, they proved me wrong, and they gave the toll collector an earful. Well, four moves and 15 years later, the same green gang is still with me and still thriving. So birds do travel a lot better than you think they will. Okay, you've got the travel cage or carrier. A cover, a portable tea stand, and a first aid kit. Now let's think about food and water for the trip. Tailor my top 10 list to your specific needs. Number one, resist the urge to share fast food or even restaurant food with your birds. Sure, that burger you got at the drive through is delicious, but it may be contaminated with enough E. coli to make your bird desperately ill. Tasty tacos embellished with cheese and salsa may be loaded with enough sodium to cause salt toxicity. You're miles from a familiar veterinarian. What do you do now? Tempt your pet with tasty avian snacks at meal stops instead, snacks that you've brought along yourself. Tip number two, bring along a supply of bottled water for your bird to drink. Water supplies along your route may be safe to drink, but they may upset the system of a possibly stressed bird. You'll rarely know in advance if the water along your route is well water or reservoir supplied. If you plan to use commercially bottled water, get your bird accustomed to drinking it before your departure date. Alternatively, you can boil then bottle your regular drinking water in clean jugs or smaller water bottles for use along the way. Once at your destination, you can gradually introduce your bird to the local water. I've done this by mixing increasing quantities of local water with water brought from home. Portable water filters are available at variety and home improvement stores. Consider taking one of these along if you'll be on an extended trip. Did you know, though, that you can kill bacteria by boiling water, but a filter is required to remove heavy metals and other particulate matter? Tip number three. Substitute juicy produce for water while your car is in motion. Most birds don't drink a whole lot, if any, water while they're actually in transit, and the water you provide may be spilled. Spillage can be reduced somewhat by using a drinking water bottle mounted to the travel cage or carrier, but do be aware that birds or the motion of a vehicle can cause these to drain as well. To provide necessary hydration, install a dish of juicy fruit and vegetables inside the travel home. This is especially important when your bird is traveling separately, perhaps in the cargo hold of an airplane. When traveling by car, offer your pet water from a cup or dish at we- at rest stops. Inside your securely closed car, of course. My budgies weren't inclined to drink or eat produce on our trip, so I misted them with water from a spray bottle several times throughout the day. They preened the moisture from their feathers and licked it from the cage bars. A large wet lettuce leaf clipped to the cage bars got their attention on the second day of the journey. So there are little creative ways that you can get some water into your bird when you're traveling. Number four, pack a sufficient supply of seed and pellets in non-breakable containers. Those with screw on tops are best. They won't pop off if the container is dropped. Place containers where they will not be subjected to direct sunlight streaming through car windows you might want to cover them up with a, a white sheet you know I always like to cover my birds cages or carriers with a white sheet as well because it deflects heat it doesn't absorb heat and make it too hot in there for them and they can also perceive daylight through the white cover number five Store perishable food, fruit, and vegetables in containers inside a cooler. I seal ice cubes inside resealable plastic bags so the food doesn't end up under water at the day's end. I don't use refreezable blue ice on long trips because after it melts it's just excess baggage. Replenish the ice at the hotel when you stop for the night. Uh, Number six, allow plenty of time for your trip. Check into your motel early in the evening so your bird will have time to settle down, eat, and spend a little time out of its cage. Some birds, like my Senegal parrots, will refuse to eat a morsel of food while they're inside the car, so it's important to schedule overnight stops on long trips. Number seven, feed fresh food sparingly before departure. Go easy on the eggs and table food, as a bird with a tendency toward motion sickness may vomit the contents of the full crop. When traveling, I like to awaken early, prepare my bird's breakfast, and allow them plenty of time to eat while I shower, have my own breakfast, and repack the car. You may further reduce the risk of car sickness by covering carriers or cages with a white or light-colored cloth while in transit. Again, the birds will be able to perceive daylight, but they won't be subjected to the sights of the road. Take your pet on several short drives prior to departing on a long trip so you can observe its reaction. Consult your avian veterinarian for specific advice regarding motion sickness. One tip, For our number eight is one dish filled with seeds and pellets and another stocked with fruits and vegetables is all that most birds require while on the road. My Amazons followed their regular eating patterns on the road. Breakfast at the motel in the morning, then toward dusk I'd hear the crunching of seed and pellets from the back seat of the car. There were a lot of company too. I'd be driving along up the interstate and I'd say hello, hello, and I'd hear three little hellos from the back seat and laughing, a little giggling. You know, it was it was a lot of company and fun. And um the birds all did fine. Tip number nine, use a mess containment device to reduce cage fallout and spillage in your car and hotels. I use the mess catcher from Pet Butler. Go to WWW dot petbutler.com. That's P-E-T-B-U-T-L-E-R.com. The Pet Butler is a lightweight, clear tray-type container for cages. And um, it's excellent. It's it's very lightweight. It's clear. It's not too expensive. And it really, really works. I, I use them at home, too. They're available in a variety of sizes. And they come in handy at home and away. And, you know, if you're going to spend some time with relatives or you're going to visit someone, a pet butler really helps make you a good house guest. Your um, hosts will certainly appreciate that. Tip number 10. Remove hanging toys, treats, swings, and other accessories from cages and carriers while traveling. Install the dishes securely. Allow your bird to spend time in and on its travel home well before your departure date. Offer a favorite treat or two so your pet will associate the temporary home with something pleasant. My Amazons are still so attached to their travel cages that they insist on spending some time in them every single day. Well, you're really going to have a great trip. I'm going to give you a little list of travel supplies that you'll need when you're traveling with your bird. You'll need a supply of the bird's regular food, seed, pellets and treats, uh, fresh food, packed in containers, inside a cooler. Supplies, a box or a carrier for bird food and supplies, maybe like a, a milk crate type box is good for that. A cooler, reclosable plastic bags for ice cubes, a sharp knife for cutting fruit and vegetables, and a little cutting board. Plastic spoons, a vegetable washing solution you know if you're buying produce along the road of course you'll need to wash it and you'll need to wash the produce that you brought from home Um, antimicrobial soap for washing your hands and um, your bird's dishes unbreakable food containers maybe some little Tupperware containers they're always great bottled water for your bird an electrolyte replacement beverage for birds particularly if they suffer from stress Pedialyte or a similar product is excellent. Before you leave do consult your avian veterinarian for specific advice. Get a portable water filter if you so desire. Extra dishes for your bird's stand or travel cage. A mess containment device like that mess catcher I told you about. Paper towels. Yeah you're gonna need paper towels. You're gonna have to clean up um An immersion heater or hot pot to heat water or baby food if you are feeding baby birds. A lot of um hotels and motels have a microwave in the room or in the lobby, but you can't necessarily depend on that. Uh Bring a thermometer if you're feeding baby birds because you're going to need to closely monitor the temperature of the hand-feeding formula bring some small trash bags you'll need them in in your car and um, perhaps even at your destination and a handheld vacuum cleaner that certainly um, will be great for cleaning up your motel room you know you if you want hotels to stay pet friendly you have to leave them in good shape when you take off when you leave Um, we haven't spoken too much about first aid on the road Get a first aid kit for your bird. Learn how to use it. Learn what the things are for. Um, Take safety measures. Seat belt your bird's cage, travel cage, into the back seat of the car, or have it secured um, if it's riding on the deck. You know, in a in a station wagon so that it can't slide around. Never have your bird ride in the front seat. If you have a collision and the airbags go off, the airbags can kill your bird, or at least injure it severely. Those airbags are pretty powerful things. Um, And on the way, if you need an avian veterinarian, um, do research veterinarians along your route before you leave home. Contact bird clubs along your route, or at least bring the phone numbers with you so that if you do need some sort of help with your bird along the way, you'll have someone to call. It's um, just planning ahead, like, like with any vacation. Planning ahead is definitely the biggie and um know you know know where you're going, be safe at rest stops if you're don't take your bird out and show it off to people at rest stops, you never know who's in those rest stops, and people do perceive exotic birds as very valuable, even though the resale value of them isn't that good anymore at all um because You know, people who want parrots generally have them by now. You don't need to buy a stolen one. So don't risk getting your bird stolen at a rest stop. Don't take it out of the car. If you have to run into the bathroom, you know, park your car in a well-lit area. Cover the bird's cage so no one can see what you have in there. And run in and out of the bathroom quickly and get right back in your car and leave keep your cell phone with you when you're out of your car at the rest stop you know there are all kinds of emergencies um and avoid getting your your key locked in your car if you um have can get a magnetized hide a key you can Mount that right under the bumper on your car. So if for some reason you do lock your key in your car, you'll have another key. Your birds won't be in there in in the heat or cold without you. So you'll certainly have a great trip. You and your birds uh, up, up and away on vacation this year up, up and away, or over the road. Uh, If you're planning an air trip, some airlines do not take animals at all. Some airlines do not allow animals in the passenger cabin. Again, call your airlines, plan ahead, see if you need any specific health certificates for your bird, and do expect to be charged airfare for your bird. They are not free carry-on baggage. If you're traveling internationally, please leave your bird at home. The, the paperwork and the, the process really is very extensive. Um, and when you get to your destination, everything may be fine. But when you're trying to come back into the United States or the country of origin, you may have a problem. So make sure to dot all the I's, cross all the T's, and you will have a bon voyage. Well, thank you for joining us on Pet Life Radio. This has been Susan Chamberlain for Wings and Things. We'll see you next time.
1: Join us every week on Wings and Things with your host, Susan Chamberlain, and get a bird's eye view of everything there is to know about pet birds and how to make your frequent flyer a happy camper. Wings and Things, only on PetLifeRadio.com.